Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, and I know I'm a little later than usual, but, 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 I had a pretty good reason. Actually, not really, it's just Headline Wednesday today. I'll give you the game picks, even though two of the three NHL games will be in progress as I'm filming this. In fact, I probably should have my TV on right now, but, but, I'm still going to give you the picks because, as of you know, those of you who have followed this show or you are new to this show, the rule is simple for the game picks. At least for the hockey ones, I have to have the picks in by the second period or by the start of the second period. So for my NHL ones, here we go. Only three games on tonight. We've got the Rangers, Penguins. I'm going to go for the Penguins tonight to wrap up that series because especially... Like I said yesterday with Igor Shesterkin, you're the supposed runaway pick for the Vesna Trophy winner. For those that don't know what the Vesna is, it's the top goalie for the entire NHL regular season. Well, if you're the runaway winner for that, in fact, I'll probably do in progress updates on this as I'm filming the episode. In fact, I'll do it right now. But as I'm waiting for the app to open, my point is, if you're that guy, you need to step up tonight. What happened to Chris Kreider? After game one, he slowly disappeared. Artemi Panarin's, what, been the only producer for the Rangers so far? So, I mean, as we're looking right now, it's about to tip off. Yeah, it hasn't tipped off yet. But anyway, for the picks, I'm going to go with the Penguins to win. I'm going to go with the Panthers to win, get a 3-2 series lead there. And I'm going to go with Calgary. You know, Johnny Goudreau finally got on the board in Game 4. Got himself on the board, helped the Flames out. They won, stole a game on the road in Dallas. And I do think they'll come back home up 3-2. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I know you people up in Alberta probably do not love me right now. But, but, I can't believe I'm saying this. I told you so. I keep, you know, the Kings and the Oilers series right now, outside of Toronto and Tampa, and I'll get to mocking the Ontario province and your little team for uh, later. But it's funny how... You have McDavid and Dreisaitl, right? The two most, you know, two of the most talented players in the league today. You can say Austin Matthews is the other guy and you, you know, the other most talented. And you've got plenty of other ones so far in this playoffs. It's actually been really fun to watch. But even with Dreisaitl's two-goal performance, even with Connor McDavid producing, what? He finally got a point in this series after Zach Cassian scored to tie up the game last night at 1. But even with all of that, the Oilers are still down 3-2. You still had some uncharacteristic turnovers. And the Kings can come home. And oh, by the way, for all those people that thought, wait a second, I thought Edmonton was better. Remember, and even Kings fans, you can come onto the video and remind people 
that you actually had one of the top road, that your team actually had one of the top road records in the NHL during the regular season. So what's happening with the Kings right now is not that surprising. It also helps that Edmonton was just sloppy with the puck left and right, and it eventually cost them, but it's still has yet to be seen on that. But anyway, back to the well actually I'll rephrase the pick I'll refresh the picks one more time. I got the Penguins, I got the Flames, and I have the Panthers winning today. So only one road team this time. I'm going with the Penguins. As far as the other Canadian team playing in the playoffs, there's only three, but as far as the other one goes, congratulations, Maple Leafs. You're on the brink of eliminating another team again. Austin Matthews got a goal last night. Mitch Marner got a point with an assist. And William Nylander finally did something. You know, he produced a little bit too. Tampa slumped off again. They had a 2-0 lead. Just for some reason, they just got in a little scoring drop outside of the Ryan McDonough third period goal late. But... If you Maple Leaf fans that were celebrating outside of Scotiabank Arena forgot, it's a 4 out of 7 series, guys. Yes, you're up 3-2. Remember, you were up 3-1 to the Canadians a year ago in the playoffs in round 1, and you blew that. Austin Matthews had his fair share of points last Playoff run two against the Canadians, and you still lost that series. So, as grim as it looks right now for Tampa, I'm not counting them out just yet. There's a reason they're the two time champs. So, again, one more time with the picks, just to wrap it up for today, I've got the Penguins. The Panthers and the Flames all winning their games. I'm going to go ahead, jump to the NBA. There are only two games on tonight. One possible elimination. You got the Warriors and the Grizzlies. John Morant with his knee injury is now doubtful for the rest of the series and maybe the playoff run if the Grizzlies can somehow win three straight. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think the Warriors will end up winning tonight. And closing out that series, while in the other series, you got Boston and Milwaukee Game 5. I'm going to go with the Bucks to steal one on the road. And that will be that series heading into Friday. So there's your NBA picks. I'm going to go ahead and give you the in-progress games because most of these games now are underway in Major League Baseball. I'll go ahead and give you the five to watch for tonight. And then I'm going to throw in a little news story out of college football today where the ACC is thinking of a new scheduling model that won't involve divisions in their conference. So I'll, I'll read into that or I'll read that to you and I'll give you my thoughts on it. But let's go ahead and do the five games for tonight in Major League Baseball. Uh, of the games that have been completed, the Yankees continue their win streak. They've now won three straight after losing on Mother's Day night. But they've won three in a row. They beat the Blue Jays earlier today 5-3. to three. 
The Cubs are beating the Padres 7-5. The Mets are beating the Nationals 1-0. The Angels and Rays are underway. The A's and the Red A's and Tigers are underway. Let's see. Of the games that are done, the Pirates beat the Dodgers 5-3. The Reds beat the Brewers in a crazy, crazy performance. 14-11 for the Reds, who have now picked up their seventh win of the season. The Phillies beat the Mariners 4-2. Marlins beat the D-backs 11-3. The Rockies lose to the Giants 7-1. And we had the Guardians and White Sox game get postponed due to inclement weather. So of the games that are left, even the ones that are in progress, let's go ahead. I'm going to give you those picks. Now, uh, Mets-Nationals game one. Rays-Angels game two. Red Sox-Braves game three. Astros Twins game four and the Oh god, it's a bad mess. Okay, I'll go with the Royals and the Rangers for the fifth game to watch tonight. So again, of the five games that haven't happened yet or on the brink of happening, I'm go with the Mets Nationals game one, Rays Angels game two, Red Sox Braves game three. Astros Twins game four and the Orioles or no the Royals and Rangers game five. So those are your five games to watch in Major League Baseball for today. With that said, let's see how much time I have left. Oh wow, I'm definitely getting this a little shorter. So I can actually read you this interesting headline I just read before I came on air about the ACC proposing a new scheduling model, meaning they're going to try and schedule their conference games a little differently outside of the other ones. In other ways, i got to open up the ESPN app. While that is opening up, I'm going to give you the update for what's going to happen the rest of this week. Tomorrow is the NFL schedule release show. I'm not going to do it right before, obviously, but I'm thinking of doing it... Late night, give you my top 10 and throw in the Prediction Friday style episode 2. Since it is just the schedule release, I think that's what I'll do. It'll just move it up to Prediction Thursday and just call it the schedule release show. So that'll be the plan for tomorrow and maybe for the rest of this week. But so now that it's back up, let's go ahead, go into the top line and I'll read this story for you. Uh, oh, and for my baseball fans, uh, Kristen Yelich did hit for the third cycle in his career, which ties an MLB record, which I honestly did not know that the record was only three, but I want to see who he's tied with, and then I'll go into the uh, scheduling model thing that the ACC is going to try. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers' Christian Yelich. Joined an exclusive club Wednesday, hitting for the cycle, hitting for the third cycle in his career during your 14-11 loss to the Reds. Yelich's third career cycle ties him with five other players for the MLB lead. Trey Turner was the most recent player to accomplish the feat, doing so on his birthday last season when he was with the Nationals. All three of Yelich's cycles have come against the Reds, who have allowed 20 cycles in their history. Second most to the Cardinals, who have done it 24 times. 
all-time, Yelich is the first player to hit three cycles against a single team, which is interesting. Let's see. Most cycles in MLB history. This is a funky-looking list, but Yelich has three. Uh, Bob Mutual has three. Babe Herman has three. John Riley has three. Adrian Beltre has three. And Trey Turner all have three. Oh, wow. So that's the list. So Christian Yelich now joins the list that involves Bob Musil, Babe Herman, John Riley, Adrian Beltre, and Trey Turner. Wow. Which is, I guess that's an exclusive club, but congratulations on that, Yelich. Even though your team lost, it's kind of a cool little accomplishment either way. All right, I'm going to wrap up the show with this new little, where the ACC moles a 3-5-5 college football scheduling model in an effort to scrap divisions. Here's how the story goes. The ACC is moving closer to adopting a new football scheduling format that would scrap divisions and give teams an opportunity to play each other more often or more frequently, starting as early as 2023. Though no vote was taken to formally change the format, Commissioner John uh, Jim Phillips and multiple athletic directors discussed a 3-5-5 scheduling model in which leagues, in which league teams would play three permanent opponents, then rotate through the rest over a two-year period, five one year and five the next. Earlier this week, the NCAA Football Oversight Committee recommended conferences no longer be required to have divisions to hold a conference championship game. The Division I Council is set to vote on it later this month when it's expected to pass. Phillips has repeatedly said conferences should have the right to determine their conference champions and had been in favor of passing the required legislation to make it happen. Phillips discussed the new scheduling format with ADs and coaches during a league-wide meeting to get their feedback. Uh, the two, I think. Okay. So, as far as the ACC goes, or at least based off that paragraph alone, this is just another shift in college football scheduling. The ACC is going to be the first to do it, which, you know, everybody, there's got to be a domino. One domino's got to fall. The ACC was the first domino to fall. Watch it happen. I think... The, I'm surprised the Pac-12 didn't do this first, but you're probably going to do the Pac-12 next, then the Big Ten, and the SEC will probably be the last to do it. Not because they're stuck in their ways, but because, eh, it's the SEC. They're always going to be the team to beat. They're always going to be the conference to beat, and in reality... They won't have to or don't even need to change. But just based on that paragraph alone, this is just another story that says college football is changing. Here's the first domino of it to fall. And 2023 will be another big year of college football changes. Not only will uh, the Big 12 have 14 teams in it next year, but you're going to have at least... 
you're going to at least have a new scheduling model in the ACC soon. So if that story says anything, it just means the winds of change continue to blow. <coughs> Sorry, I almost swallowed all my own spit. Actually, I did. I swallowed all my own spit. Anyway, <coughs> thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. I will see you guys tomorrow night for the schedule release and the Prediction Friday style show, meaning. So this is how tomorrow's episode's going to go, so I'm going to get you guys prepared for it. Uh, I'm going to watch the schedule release and all the playoff games, of course. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to ignore the playoff games. I'm going to ignore the playoff game picks. I'll just recap them and get you ready for the ones that are left. But what I'm going to do is I'll do the schedule release tomorrow night before I fall asleep. So it'll be the late night time slot for this show, which is midnight here out west, 12.30, midnight to 12.30. I'll be on air to give you my top 10 matchups to watch out for for the NFL season. And then I'll give you a recap of what happened in the NBA and NHL playoffs. And then I'll do the normal Prediction Friday stuff for baseball, the USFL, and NASCAR. So it's going to be a big old super show again like it's been for the last couple weeks. But that is the plan for tomorrow's show. It's a mix of the schedule release and the predictions for the entire weekend. With that said, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Apple, Google, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. You can watch this show on Rumble. You just have to search for my username, ADGerke. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A. D, G as in girl, E, H, R, K, E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 371 episodes of this lovely podcast. You can follow this show on social media, either through Facebook or Instagram. In order to do it on Facebook, just search for The Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. Give it a like, give it a follow, and you'll have all the video and audio versions of the show. Please choose wisely. You can also follow this show on Instagram by either following me directly at Austi Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can follow me. Or you can follow the show's hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that's hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. And if you want post-show interaction, you can also follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-show interaction. With that said, thank you guys. I know this was quick. It was outside of that little scheduling model story. Uh, It was kind of a quick show, but I will see you guys tomorrow night for the schedule release uh, reaction and, and get you ready for Prediction Friday as well. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Once again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out.
I'll see you guys tomorrow.